0: The Star-Telegram Cleft Notes podcast is brought to you by the Eamon Carter Museum of American Art. The museum presents the Polaroid Project at the intersection of art and technology, a sweeping overview of the Polaroid phenomenon featuring the work of more than 100 artist photographers along with artifacts that helped make Polaroid a household name. The latest edition of Cleft Notes. I'm Andrea Aulis, reporter at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. And I'm Judy Wiley, an editor at the Star-Telegram. And we are actually doing sort of a special Eats Beats podcast edition as well as we talk about the Clyburn and where you should go to eat if you're deciding to come downtown for the semifinals and finals. We have columnist Bud Kennedy here with us to talk about some of the hot places to go right next to Bass Hall. Hi, everybody. So, Bud, what can you tell us about where people should eat?
1: Well, you know, people come down to Bass Hall, they should, first of all, leave extra time is a really important thing. You need to leave time to eat before the performance. You know, come down about two hours early, that gives you time for parking and to go to one of the restaurants. The downtown hasn't been jam-packed, but some of the restaurants can get pretty crowded and and uh, yeah, they want to be sure and get everybody out in time. You don't want to be rushing up to the doors when they close.
0: Particularly for the semifinals, which uh, we are now moving away from these 10 a.m. start times that we saw in the preliminary and quarterfinal rounds. Now uh, the rounds typically start at 2.30 and then there's a break, and then at 7.30 is when the evening rounds typically start for the semifinals and the finals round. So what sort of uh, restaurants are close by that you think can accommodate the Bass Hall patron that wants to make sure they get in on time to Bass Hall for the first recital?
1: Of course, everybody knows there's a Cheesecake Factory chain location across from Bass Hall. There but, is. You know, One of the restaurants locally locally owned, Dallas owned, that coordinates with Bass Hall is Bird Cafe. Bird Cafe is cat corner It's a local operator and menu. Uh, it, if, if you're uh, listening to this from Dallas, it has similar menu and offerings to Lark on the Park in Dallas on... on uh, on the, on the plaza. So you know, Bird Cafe, uh, particularly a lot of people don't understand Bird Cafe's night menu. It's kind of a gastropub where you order small plates, but Bird Cafe has a great lunch menu. So if you're if you're going to a, a morning or noon performance, they have a great lunch and brunch menu on weekends. So uh, for a day performance, Bird Cafe is a great place to go to have a, a plate, have one of their sandwiches. They have a great like a artisan grilled cheese. They have some simple uh, chicken and steak and uh, and then they're they're known for dishes like their rabbit pot pie and, and dishes like that. So it's a, a gastro pub with really good food.
0: So if you're planning on going to say two rounds or two performances, say the afternoon performance and then the evening performance, they typically give you about two hours time in between. Is that enough time to go out and grab something or do you need to just go to Corner Bakery which is down the street?
1: Well I, that's enough time. You know one place that's nearby that you can run to that's, that's used to serving the Bass Hall is Titina. Titina is in the Embassy Suites hotel uh, across from Bass Hall, and uh, Titina is the the hotel restaurant. But they're used to serving the food very quickly. They have a great uh, uh, Padang curry, is a Massaman curry. They have Thai beef salad. They have all the, the Thai food that you that you really love. One more, you know, big plus for Titina. If you are driving in, you can valet park at the Embassy Suites, and if you dine at Titina. Sometimes you get two hours free or maybe all of your parking free. And even if you have to pay for it, it's only $15 instead of $20. So uh, Bird Cafe, Titina are both within a block.
0: I I can vouch for Titina as well. I've eaten there several times over the years, and it's great. I have to say I'm a fan of their pad thai, and that's an added bonus tip that you gave us about the parking. What about after one of the evening performances? Are there places for nightcaps or where we should go get dessert, aside from Cheesecake Factory, which I have to say... Do you like their cheesecake for eight dollars a slice? You can go into a food coma just by eating one piece of cheesecake. But what are some of the other options that uh, you might be able to do for a nightcap after the evening performances?
1: I think Grace is staying open a little late to be sure and serve the you know, Clyburn competitors and goers at at the bar. Grace is the nicest restaurant downtown. It's the fine dining white tablecloth restaurant in the lobby of the Petroleum Club Tower on Maine. They have a uh, you know, they have they have uh, you know excellent steaks. Uh, you know, the, the manager came from from uh, one of the steak chains, and so they have excellent prime steaks. But they also have seafood, and they have a really good bar menu. They have a great bar burger and and drinks. So you know, some of the locally owned restaurants, Grace and Bird Cafe, I think are, are two of the nice locally owned restaurants. Uh, the, uh, then we were talking about the the early in the day performances. If you don't go to Bird for brunch, or if you're going down more than one day. Definitely go to Yolk. Yolk in Sundance Square is a better breakfast uh, chain out of Chicago. And I say chain, but the, it's chef-driven. You know, the, the food's locally sourced. It's really good breakfast. Red velvet uh, pancakes are one of the favorites. And, and then they have this great juice that's like a, uh, a strawberry orange juice that's really good. Um, they have uh, excellent breakfast brunches and lunches. Uh, you also, you know, if you're just wandering around, you want to go somewhere late. You want to grab a, a a beer and a drink, and you want like some late night nosh. The Flying Saucer food is really good. You know, Flying Saucer has their patio out there on on uh, on Commerce Street. Everybody's seeing people with beer. But the, you know the, the pizzas, the sandwiches, and Flying Saucer actually has good salads. You know, it's a, it's another uh, lunch place that's that's uh, that's a really reliable choice. So Flying Saucer and Bird Cafe are are both owned by the wind family and the, the flying fish owners so uh, flying saucer is another place with really good food a chain but a reliable one is del frisco's grill del frisco's grill is just a half block from bass hall del frisco's grill has an inexpensive lunch menu with some combos for 12 or 14 dollars and that that's even on weekends and then at night they have a a lighter, less expensive menu than the big fancy Del Friscos at the other end of the street. They have a prime steak if you want it, but they also have uh, salads and seafood and tacos, and they have a twenty twenty-five dollar price point. So, Del Friscos Grill is in there close too. Either one of you like Mexican food? Love Mexican food. Tell us where we can find some. Well, the the, the uh, you know you're really close to Micosina and uh, Taco Diner, which are the same company, Micozina is more tex-mex and taco diner is more mexico city style Uh, they both have broad menus with and they they have they have fajitas enchiladas but they also have have a lot of other really inventive dishes and they also have a have broad menus with good salads and and good lighter choices as well both have good brunch choices on Saturday or Sunday.
0: I have to say I love Mi Sour Cream Chicken Enchiladas, they're probably my go-to every time I go to a Mi whether it's the location downtown or one of the other locations they have in the Metroplex. What about for the uh, end party that they're having on June 10th? For the final round, uh, the public is going to be able to watch on a live screen in Sundance Square the final round, as well as the award ceremony that's going to be occurring right after that. What are some tips for people who are going to be hanging out in Sundance Square to watch that sort of final performance? I don't know exactly
1: where the screen set up when they do that, but uh, Bird Cafe, Del Frisco's Grill, and Taco Diner all have all have good patios on Sundance Square. You know, Bird, uh, you know, Bird may be the best perspective. Does a screen have like the back to the courthouse and faces the plaza?
0: Um, I'm not sure exactly. I think it might actually be where they had the Main Street Arts Festival stage, uh, which was up against. That one yeah, up against um, Starbucks, the Starbucks building, yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so that would make either Bird Cafe, either either of the three patios be good, but probably the Bird Cafe patio. Bird Cafe also has an upstairs patio. Well, uh, you won't need the fire pit. It's probably not going to be the right weather for that. Probably but not. But they have they have a second story patio. It's a great place to sit overlooking the whole plaza. And both the, the Bird Cafe and Del Frisco's Grill patios just kind of run into each other. They're both they're both good places to sit taco diners a little simpler patio but you get chips and hot oh if you go to taco diner back on tex-mex get all the sauces because they bring you they're like weak little red salsa but ask for the other salsas they have the micosina salsa they have the green salsa they have a, they have they have about five great salsas if you go to taco diner ask for all the salsas
0: absolutely i agree with that they have some great salsas well i feel like i'm ready to go out and get something to eat before the next okay. I'm starving. I'm starving. We probably need to head on out. Although, I have to say, we usually don't get nearly as much time as everyone else to eat since we're (laughs) following the competitors so closely. But, Bud, we really appreciate you taking the time to talk with us about various places for Bass Hall patrons to go eat as they head off to the Clyburn semifinals and finals in the next week.
1: You can go out and watch for the contestants and see where they go.
0: There is that, too. You never know what what bar or uh, restaurant you might want to... You might run into a Clyburn competitor, for example, I know Martin James Bartlett said after uh, we saw him in the quarterfinals in the, at the draw party, he was saying he was sampling the local delights, is what he wanted to do, and he was, he's a big foodie, so he was going out. So you might run into our uh, British pianist. Absolutely. He was going to be sampling the wines, I believe, too, as well, correct? He, yes.
1: He's probably not having the beef rib at riskies, I bet.
0: Probably not. I don't think so, but... You never know. You never know. Thank you both. Well, thank you, Bud. bud. And that wraps up our latest edition of Cleft Notes, which is brought to you by the Eamon Carter Museum of American Art. I'm Andrea Aulis. And I'm Judy Wiley. Follow us on S2 Features. And we'll see you under the ages.